It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Let's drink bourbon. Okay. 941, 44 seconds. I can work with that. Can't I, Tim? Tim Young. The man who, you know, usually I just say, hey, guys, yeah, can you get Tim? <laughs> now you're the guest. What What's going on here, man? Let's drink bourbon podcast, first season, ready to go. Big announcement. Uh, hmm. Today, July 19th, 7 p.m., Brad Paisley. Um, we're going to have to talk, my friend. We're going to have to talk. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look. I'm excited. You know, uh, I think you get tired of politics and, and uh, you know, I, I get probably more po- tired of politics than you do, David. And I wanted to do something different. I wanted to have some fun. You know, we both like drinking bourbon and whiskey and smoking cigars. And uh, what better way to do it than with friends? And it just so happens to have a couple of really cool friends. And uh, one of which is my co-host of this podcast, Wes Henderson, who founded Angels Envy. We decided to call up a few other people that uh, folks might know. One of them is uh, Brad Paisley. Tonight, we're going to have him on at 7 o'clock. And you, guys, you can actually already get the audio of this uh, right now on Spotify at Let's Drink Bourbon. But he just created American Highway Reserve. And we have a great conversation that doesn't involve politics at all. Turns out everybody kind of gets along when we take that little element out and take a break for a second, you know? No, you need it. And it's lifestyle. You know, the, the brown liquors broadly about lifestyle because of the culture they come from. And this is what, you know, I, I, look, there's all kinds of, you know, people out there getting into the bourbon world. You know, then you get the bourbon versus whiskey. Which one is it? Single malt versus blended for scotches. But, but if you go a little further back, you're talking about culture. You got Clyde Mays in Alabama, right? That big name. I remember when Angel's Envy came out. I actually used to have a bottle of, actually I had two bottles, of Angel's Envy. There was this select blend they did. Really smooth, really nice. This was years ago when they first came out. And I'm thinking, this is really culture and lifestyle. And in a way, if you think about NASCAR and, you know, running <laughs> running whiskey, uh, moonshine and more, it, it ties right in. Well, and it also paid for all of our wars, you know, all the, the, the whiskey taxes back in the day, up until about the late 1800s, uh, uh, all of the whiskey and booze is what we were paying for to, to get all of our weapons to keep us free in this country, too. I mean, there, there's so much steep history. Terms like trademark, uh, branding, things like that all came from the whiskey industry. And, and it's crazy when you take a look at the history and everything that, that came out of it and how truly American bourbon and whiskey is on its own as well. It's so crazy. It's, it's a drinkable art, not to be too geeky about it, but it really is. And you can sit down and share a glass with just about anybody and have so much conversation about it and, and learn so much history about it. Even some of the bottom shelf stuff, you would never know the crazy history with it. Yeah. And there's a lot to learn about it. You know, I was at the airport last night sitting around till I got canceled. And while I'm sitting at the bar, in this case, I was having a single malt, a couple of guys next to me were sitting there. I'm looking for this particular whiskey, and he has it in his store in New Jersey. So you never know what's going to happen when you sit around and, and you, you talk over a nice pour. Uh, hey, here's a question for you. You go into the Bourbon Festival uh, this September. I mean, sounds like it's got Tim Young written all over it. <laughs> well, look, 
Last year, I didn't. That's going to be very interesting to, to see uh, where we end up. So, you know, I was the ambassador last year until about two weeks before uh, because they decided to go with a, a vaccine passport to get into an outdoor festival, and I wasn't a big fan. Uh, but this year, uh, we will see where this goes, and uh, hopefully I'll be back. You know, it's, it's interesting. You can, if people can't get to the specific festival, the, the tourism in Kentucky, if you go down there, you can walk into any distillery and go learn about the history, take a really great tour, um, and, and really, and give free samples, honestly, is pretty, pretty good, too, uh, and really learn so much and feel like you're part of the community. And one of the things that comes out this season on the Let's Drink Bourbon podcast, we have Bill Samuels on, who is the second-generation uh, owner and patriarch of uh, Maker's Mark. And the entire bourbon and whiskey trail started in Kentucky because his sister needed a job when they were younger. And his mom literally walked into the distillery one day, sat down uh, with his dad and him and said, hey, uh, we're going to open up for, uh, for tours now. Your sister got fired from United Airlines. And that's how, the, that's how the bourbon trail started. I like that. You know, job, family job, family employment, <laughs> capitalism, all of these things and culture. Again, I, I keep digging into that. Plus... The spread and the expanse of this. You, you've got scotches, you know, the distilleries in Scotland using barrels. They use American oak. They burn them. You get that nice flavor. So, you know, what came out of America spreads around the world. Yeah. And a lot of it, too, uh, started with, with a bit of a mistake. So when they were shipping moonshine and shipping, like, basic clear liquor down the Mississippi River towards uh, uh, New Orleans, I was going to say Louisville, and, and Louisiana— the liquor got browner and it was picking up all of the tannins and the flavoring from the barrels. And so the second order came back when they went back up to, to Kentucky and they were like, Hey, get more of that brown stuff down here. And people looked at each other and they're like, what, what are you talking about brown stuff? What, what did we ship? And, and turned out some of it was like total mistake that bourbon became bourbon. Yeah. No, it's great stuff. The history, the life, the culture, the people, the bourbon. Did I mention the bourbon? What about you? <laughs> Have you dug into the debate, or are you going to dig into the debate between whiskey with an E, whiskey with a Y, and bourbon? So here's the thing. Uh, other than the Bottled and Bond Act in uh, 1897 that really defines things, because at some point, uh, you know, Congress will act if they personally feel ripped off. You know, they're, they're always trying to enrich themselves. And so in, in 1897, when they created the Bottled and Bond Act and defined exactly what a bottled and bond bourbon was. Uh, they were, they, you know, people were actually distilling anything they could get their hands on. So if they, they were trying to distill leather, they were trying to distill uh, just any, literally wood, anything you think of that they could, they could turn into juice. So that, that got people in Congress pretty angry. But the E and the, and the, no, the no E in whiskey, not whiskey, that's kind of just up to whoever. But bourbon is 51% corn, has to be aged in a new charred oak barrel, has to be new. But there's no aging requirement on it still, and there never was. Bottled and bond has to be four years and 100 proof when it comes out. But for bourbon itself, you can literally pour the juice into a barrel and pour it right back out. A lot of people don't know that. All right. I'm going to throw a little Gaelic at you. Uskaba. 
All right, so you're gonna get me, Dave. Uh, I uh, I do not know. I, I have I to, do I have not to know give you Irish stuff. No, no, this 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 is the the water of life in Gaelic, Scottish, and it translates into whiskey. See, I'm helping you with your podcast here. <laughs> you know, we need to do one day, David. You and I need to sit down and do a thing. This is, I think, I I thought about it. I think this is the first time I've been a calling guest. You, know, we always, I always fill in for you, and, and thank you for that opportunity. But we need to sit down. And maybe do an event or something. I know you got your deployment cigar buddies. We could do something with cigars and some scotch and bourbon. And we should do something where we sit down and do this podcast together and hang out for an episode. Yeah. No, a, a no politics, a politics free zone. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so, you, you know how relaxing it is. You know, when you get up in the morning and, and you get distressed more than me, uh, I think you, your show has turned me a little bit gray because you get up and you're reading all this stuff and all these awful things that the Biden administration has done. And and it's just so stressful, and it almost makes you feel sick every day doing it. And and God bless you for hosting the show every day. But when you forget about politics for a good hour, two hours, and have a good conversation, have a good drink and a good smoke, there is nothing like it. And it's almost as if uh, the world is normal until you go back out and take a look at what gas prices are when you're driving home. Yeah, and therefore, when you get home, you reach for that bottle and grab it, go out back, <laughs> light up a nice Freedom cigar, and and just uh, sit back and enjoy. Congratulations, brother. Really, really great Thank stuff. You. I I, I got to tell you, it's nice to have it. I got some friends. You and I need to talk. I'm going to introduce you to the guys from the Whiskey Guild and some other friends I have. Uh, we, can, we can get into some stuff. And, and by the way, if you come across any more orphan barrels, uh, I'm out. Just just throwing that out there. I'm out. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen my collection. I kind of have everything up in it. And uh, if you're ever, you ever come in, if you're coming in for CPAC or you ever come into the Dallas area, man, you and I, you, you're always welcome to come up to the whiskey room and, uh, and uh, I'll monitor how much people pour. Don't get me wrong. Even though I love you, 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 you I watch those ounces. Uh, hey, hey, but uh, you're welcome to have whatever. So I'll tell you a Lee Ermey uh, whiskey story. I don't know how many people out there have not. It's probably easy to say how many people have not seen Full Metal Jacket open and seen. So sitting around drinking a few, you know, a few glasses one day in Falls Church, Virginia, Lee, uh, Colonel Kessler, myself, I think were a couple other people were around, but they were kind of floating around. Got Lee, well, let's say liquored up enough and teased him into actually doing a version of it. I wish I had it on video. I, I wish I got full metal jacket live and in person from Lee Ermey. And it was because of whiskey. By the way, I'm here because of whiskey, too, at Patriot. Think about that. Wait, I got to get some executives drunk to get a job there? Is that what it is? No, I, is actually, I, I, I ran into Andrew Wilkow. We were doing an event one night. Uh, I, I was the MC. He was a speaker. It was something like that. And I had improved the collection on the bar uh, at the Women's National Republican Club with my advice, which they took. We went upstairs. Had a couple, had a couple more. Uh, I remember Nick was the producer back then and uh, said, you know, maybe uh, would you like to fill in for me someday? I was syndicated at the time. I said, sure, why not? It's a Tuesday. I'm drinking a couple. I feel good. Uh, I did it on Thursday. That's how I got here. That's awesome. Good things happen. And and one day uh, (laughs) after I fail at radio permanently, I will say David Webb gave me a chance and it was just a downward spiral. 
<laughs> he opened the window, and I just, you know, never, never failed to fail to launch. Uh, what's your What's your favorite whiskey, by the way? See, that depends on my mood, and, and that's the kind of kind of drinker I am. You know, there's some days I'm in the mood for something stronger. I, you know, I was with Dave Gorab one night. We came across a bottle of. A uh, very special uh, blend from Del Frisco's in 135 proof, and I sat there and I downed that when I felt like something strong. Another time, I'll go with a Four Roses uh, single batch. A small batch is nice. Uh, it just depends on my mood. Woodford Oak, one of my favorites. You know, when I go with something, just the uh, just simple and clean. Yeah, but you know, it, it's a mixture. I look at the bar and I go, let's see, I want a little single malt. I want to do that. I want to do an Irish. You know, I, I put them all together. Just depends on my mood. Well, talking about family and bourbon, Woodford Reserve was actually created by Lincoln Henderson, who is Wes's dad. Now, Wes is, I think, in his 50s now. Uh, but so it, it's there's such – like, everybody's a family. Everybody, there's such tradition there. And, like, for me, I love bottom-shelf stuff. This benchmark, I don't know if you've gotten to try this benchmark eight yet. Uh, it's pretty decent, but they've come out with five different types of it to mix it up, and all the bottles are like under twenty dollars. So you got foolproof, top floor, uh, single barrel, bottled and bombed, and another one. God, luckily, I was able to ramble those off the top of my head. But I, I absolutely love it, and I love how much option is out there for as cheap as as cheap as you can get. Really, when you think about it, twenty dollars for a good bottle is a great deal. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Drink what you like, like what you drink, but let's drink bourbon and toast to everything. Way to go, man. Congrats on the podcast. First season, uh, you've got it today, and it's out there for you. Spotify, you know, wherever pod, I say wherever podcast can be found, find it. Yep, and uh, at Bourbon on Getter. Perfect to get there. Easy to get there. All right, my friend. Someday we'll sit down, uh, you know, we'll put a couple things, we'll lay out the bottles. Ask Gorab about the Breitbart broadcast from the embassy and my bar during wow. the broadcast. That's all I'm going to tell you. Ask him about that story. Okay, there's a few of them. I, you know what? There were a lot that came out. A lot of stories came out of that Breitbart embassy. I wish that times – it was only you know a couple of years ago, but times have changed so much. That used to be the place to be in D.C., and now because of all the Antifa and the crazy government there, it's, it's not as fun as it used to be. I wish it was the same. Yeah, well, we'll just have to fix it. But first, let's drink bourbon. See, I, I plug for you there. All right. <laughs> Thank you, David. All right, Tim. Talk to you soon. Tim Young, uh, brand new podcast, first season, launches today, 7 p.m. Uh, country music superstar Brad Paisley, uh, hosted by Angels Envy founder, Bourbon Hall of Fame member Wes Henderson, and our very own uh, Tim Young. So way to go. Way to go, guys. You know, we got to take a break from the, all the stuff out there. But it's about life. It's about culture. There's great stories. And uh, I always take recommendations. But you know that by now. That when it comes to the whiskeys and bourbons. It's funny. If you come, if you come I'm not, you know, I'm not the world's biggest collection. I have a nice collection in, you know, the house. But people are like, you, you drink a lot? Like, no. But I might be in the mood for that one someday. I've had bottles sit in there for a decade. Yeah, actually, I have a couple of bottles that are more than a couple of decades of sitting there. You never know. But it's about culture. It's about life. You can 
join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.